Howdy, everybody. This is David Sanchez, and this is episode 33 of the Riffs or Die podcast for Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. I hope you're all doing well. Shout out to the new sponsor of the show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Dinosaurs. The only sores that won't make you run away from a blind date in horror. Dinosaurs. Testing your faith one fossil at a time. I just watched a documentary the other day, rewatched a documentary the other day called Thrive. Really cool, interesting topics in it. And uh, I would highly suggest that you give it a watch with your peepers and a listen with your ears. The film was actually made by a dude named Foster Gamble who is uh, an heir of the Procter & Gamble gigantic corporate fortune. But he decided to kind of go the other way with his life and research the reasons that our world is the way it is. Really fascinating stuff, and I could not recommend it enough. Definitely check out that movie, Thrive. It's on YouTube. It's for free, and they want you to watch it for free, so... I guess a second one just came out. I need to watch that as well. I believe at the end of the month, they're going to let you watch Thrive 2 for free on their website. But check that out. They dive deep into a lot of stuff that's very relevant today. They talk about free energy. They talk about Tesla a little bit. Nikola Tesla, that is, not the cars. And uh, they break down the banking scheme the Federal Reserve, VA double X's, so on and so forth. Definitely worth a watch. Check out Thrive. I'll have it in the description for this episode. As always, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to riffsordie.com and pick up some merch, or you can go to patreon.com slash riffsordie and subscribe. Become a patron. So on March 29th was the 10-year anniversary of Havoc's second album, Time Is Up. That thing came out 10 years ago. We released some new merch in the Havoc web store. You can go to store.havoc.band. That's Havoc with a K. Store.havoc.band, and you can pick up some Time Is Up merch that we just released for the 10-year anniversary. One piece of art that I really love that we had done was drawn by our buddy Jeff Salgado, who plays bass and does vocals in Psychosomatic. He did a drawing for the 10-year anniversary artwork, and we had Halsey Swain, the lady who did the Time Is Up album cover, she did the painting for it. She did all the coloration on that art. Came out really, really cool, and go check it out, store.havoc.band. We've got flags in there, patches, stickers, hoodies, t-shirts, all the good stuff. And for the first time, we have pins you can put on your battle jacket or battle vest or put it on your leather jacket, denim jacket, whatever you want. Those are all up for sale right now, and we are going to be adding some other cool items into the Havoc store soon. But I wanted to let you guys know about that Time Is Up stuff. It's hot. Get them while they're hot. 
the other day I was standing outside with my girlfriend and this lady and her daughter were walking by us. And the little girl kept repeatedly saying, Mom, where are we going? And the mom was replying, To hell if we don't straighten up. And just over and over, (laughs) we must have heard her say it like six times. Mom, where are we going? To hell if we don't straighten up. Mom, where are we going? To hell if we don't straighten up. That's nice. Telling your kid that they're going to hell if they don't straighten up. No better way to scare a little child than by telling them that they're going to burn for all of eternity if they don't believe in a specific religion. Sounds like a religion of peace, right? Speaking of Christianity, we just celebrated Easter in the Christian world. Easter is the day that Jesus rose from the grave and became an interstellar zombie. People back then didn't know what we know now about outer space and atmosphere and things like that, so... I'm sure if Jesus really did rise from the grave, he's out there in outer space right now, frozen solid, flying through infinity. How that all got tied to bunnies and eggs, and especially colored eggs and chocolate. I mean, I I see some of the correlations with pagan rituals and the springtime and all that. It is very, very weird the way that we celebrate holidays, at least in America. Some of them are very strange. Like Halloween, we're supposed to be honoring the dead, and we just make it all about gore, slutty costumes, blood and guts, and sugary treats. Very strange. But... As George Carlin said, when you're born into the world, you're given a ticket to the freak show. When you're born in America, you're given a front row seat. Thanks, George Carlin. That guy really changed my life. He majorly influenced the way that I think about the world and the way I question things, especially questioning authority and uh, authority figures, governments, religions, media, teachers, all of it. He had a gigantic impact on my life. I would not have turned out the same way if I did not discover George Carlin. When I was in high school, in my English class, one semester, the project was read a book, any book you want, and then you got to do a report on the book. I chose to go to the library and check out George Carlin books And not only was I able to check out the books, but I also got the books on tape. Well, I guess they were on CD. But I was able to sit there and read along and listen to George Carlin. He was actually the narrator of his own books. So it's really great. You get to listen to George basically tell jokes for eight hours, ten hours straight. So as a wee lad... Early teenager in high school, I was teaching other kids about George Carlin. (laughs) He was a gigantic proponent of free speech and a real intellectual that could make us laugh at the same time he made us think. I really wish that he was still alive today. I would love to hear what he would have to say 
about what's going on in the world. His wisdom would be most welcome today. But much of what he said still stands the test of time. You can go back and watch what he was saying in the 90s and 2000s, and it still stands up to what is going on today. So in some ways, he was a bit prophetic, and definitely I think he saw what was coming down the pipeline well before it got here. So thanks, George. If you haven't subscribed to the Riffs or Die YouTube channel, please go do that. Every once in a while, I upload podcasts, and I'm working on getting some clips from the podcast together to start to flesh out the Riffs or Die YouTube channel. So if you haven't already, go to YouTube and look up Riffs or Die and give the channel a subscribe, please, and thank you. This week, I've been listening to a lot of Paco de Lucia. There's an album of his on Spotify. I'm not sure if it's an actual album or if it's a compilation. I can't quite tell. But on Spotify, it's called Basicos or Basicos. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's basic with an O-S at the end. Basicos. And that guy was a fucking insane shredder. One of the best flamenco guitar players to ever live. So my musical suggestion for the week is Paco de Lucia, Basicos or Basicos. I don't speak Spanish very well, so I'm not sure on the pronunciation there. But that's not the point. Point is, you got to listen to this dude shred on the guitar. He's insane. If you've never heard Paco de Lucia, you are in for a real treat especially if you like shredding guitar. It's acoustic. It's not electrified whatsoever, but goddamn, if it was electric, metalheads would be like shitting their pants with how amazing it is. It's one of those things, like a lot of gypsy jazz guitar players, jazz guitar players and flamenco players and stuff, it kind of flies under the radar. It's like under the radar shredding. It's ripping, but... Joe Average in the population wouldn't recognize it as shredding guitar because it's not electric and it's not wailing and has a you know crazy electric distorted tone. But rest assured, that dude shreds very hard. I love his playing. I love the way he writes. And he's one of those guys that plays with his fingers on his right hand. He plays with his fingernails. And man, some of the runs that he executes are so flawless, so clean. And of course, because it's flamenco, he's playing a nylon string guitar. So the bottom three strings, the biggest ones, the heavy ones, are metal. And then the top three are all nylon. It's a beautiful sound. And it's what you hear on the intro of Metallica's Battery. So I got two suggestions for you this week. You got that movie, Thrive, on YouTube, and Paco de Lucia. I'll link those in the description so you don't have to go and hunt them down. You can just find them real easy right here. This month, I'm going to be doing two live Zoom hangouts with Patreon subscribers. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and sign up as a patron. 
at the $10 level or higher, and let's hang out. We're going to do two of them this month. I wasn't able to squeeze one in last month, so doubling down this April. Tis the season for Zoom Hangouts. I hope you all enjoyed the last couple podcasts where I had guests or I was a guest on someone else's podcast that we turned into a swap cast. The Year Zero podcast, that was a really interesting, fun talk that I had with the host, Tommy. And the last episode, episode number 32 of this podcast, I interviewed Hunter Hancock, a.k.a. Meat Canyon. Also had a great chat with him. Hope you guys enjoyed those. I had a good time creating them with those gentlemen. If you have any suggestions for guests that I should get on the podcast, feel free to hit me up at podcast at riftsordie.com. I would love to hear your suggestions, and I can try to work on getting some of those people on here. I've already reached out to some other musician friends of mine about getting on the podcast, and most of them are completely down. So there should be many more good, interesting podcasts with guests on coming soon. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've read any emails from you guys, namely because I've had guests on, but this is me solo. So I'm going to dive into some of your emails that you sent me. And please, please keep sending them over. Send me any wisdom, the best advice you ever heard. If you have any funny concert stories, weird concert stories, send them on over. I would love to read them. All right, let's see what we got here in the emails for today. This one says, Twitch and time is up. All right, so I asked you guys at one point if you think I should start a Twitch channel. I'm on the fence about doing it, but I asked you guys if you thought that would be a good idea or not. And maybe if I go on Twitch, I would play a little bit of guitar and just hang out and do Ask Me Anything and shoot the shit with you guys every once in a while. Let's see what this says. Hello, David. First, I'd love to say I've been absolutely digging the podcast since episode one. You are a super nice and wise man. I don't know about all that, but thanks. Also, I think I speak for all of us if I say that you being a part of Twitch would be amazing. Hearing your opinions or some sick riffs live would be great in these difficult times. For time is up, I'd love to know how you got the absolute crushing bass and guitar tone. Best regards from Czech Republic. Can't wait to see Havoc on Brutal Assault again. Man, Brutal Assault. What a great festival. The bill is always stacked up with a lot of killer bands, and I love how... There's basically just two main stages. There is another side stage, and it's also cool. But for the most part, things just happen on two main stages that are set up right next to each other. And it's just like stage A, stage B, stage A, stage B. And bands just keep going back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. On these stages that are outside, and they're the same size. Also, the festival grounds are very cool. It's held at an old like Fortress. There's some really old military buildings and stuff right next to where the bands are playing. It's awesome. Love Brutal Assault, and I love the Czech Republic, or Czechia, as you guys call it now. As far as time is up on the bass and guitar tone, 
I can tell you with certainty that the bass was recorded with a Sansamp bass driver DI box. And Sansamp is probably my favorite pedal for a bass guitar. Our bass player at the time, Jesse De Los Santos, was using the Sansamp, and that's how we got the bass tone that you hear on Time Is Up. I also love the bass sound on that record, and a Sansamp has been used on almost every Havoc recording since Burn. So if you want to get a killer bass tone, I think you should go to the music shop or go online and order a Sansamp bass driver DI. They're not terribly expensive. They're like 250 bucks, and they just sound great. You could leave everything just at 12 o'clock with nothing boosted, nothing cut, and just turn it on, and automatically you'll hear the bass sound a little bit dirtier, a little more overdriven and warm, and a little more gushy and, and boingy. I love the Sans Amp. I, I think that if everything's at 12 o'clock, you turn it on, I think you instantly have a better bass sound. I'll link you guys to that in the description as well. And as far as guitar tone, I definitely used my ESP Dave Mustaine DV8R SE. It's a special edition, like red to yellow, flame maple top fade color guitar. It's a flying V. It's one of the Dave Mustaine signatures. And I used that for most of the rhythm guitar playing on the record. And for the solos, at least my solos, I believe I was using my ESP Dan Jacobs V, which is the white one with the blood splatter on it. No doubt, both of those guitars were loaded with an EMG 81 active pickup in the bridge position. So if you want to hunt down the time is up sound, that would be a good way to get on the right track. Now, I recorded a DI guitar, which is completely dry, and I also recorded through my Madison Divinity amplifier, through my 412 cab that's loaded with vintage 30s. But I'm not sure how much of the tone that I recorded with wound up on the record. I know that the guy who mixed Time Is Up, Pete Rucho, he also mixed the early Revocation stuff, and he's done a bunch of other great work. But I believe that he reamped my DI clean guitar sound. Pretty sure he ran it into another amp which was a Mesa triple rectifier, if I'm not mistaken. So the tone on Time Is Up, I believe, is either a Mesa triple rectifier mixed with my Madison amp, or it's just a Mesa triple rectifier. I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to ask Pete Rucho. Maybe I'll get him on here one of these days and talk shop with him. And in regard to your Twitch comment... That is definitely something I'm still on the fence about. Maybe I will take the plunge and get on there one of these days. I know Pete has a good time doing his Twitch stuff. Obviously, he's incredibly active on there. And he's on there like three or four times a week playing drums for two or three hours at a time. Like a maniac. I think if I go on Twitch, it's probably not going to be very similar to his. I'm sure a lot more of it would be answering people's questions, hanging out on there, maybe talking about current events, playing guitar a little bit, probably. But, uh, you know, I think it's a lot easier to learn 
drum parts for songs than it is to learn guitar parts for songs. Like, if you told me to play drums for an ACDC song right now, I could probably do it. But if you told me to play the guitar parts for an ACDC song right now, I don't think I would... (laughs) I don't think I'd be able to do it. I'd have to sit down and actually learn the instrument. Percussion instruments are much different than melodic instruments in that way. You can kind of hear percussion numerous times and then know how to do it. Melodic instruments, you kind of need to sit down and figure it out. So Pete and all drummers are fairly lucky in that regard. Unless it's something very complex, it's easy enough if you know the song to be able to knock out the drums thanks for writing in appreciate you here's another email that says censorship uh oh might have to bleep this says hi David I'm interested to hear your thoughts on censorship has Havoc or you yourself ever been censored on social media or otherwise because of controversial lyrics or another reason if not Do you think it will ever happen? Would you ever accommodate a promoter or venue owner that took issue with one or more of your songs? On a related note, what are your thoughts on, quote, fact checkers and so-called, quote, misinformation disclaimers, which are becoming more and more prevalent? Cheers. Well, fact checkers. Who the fuck is checking the fact checkers? Nobody. They just hire some nerd that's going to obviously agree with the position of the company who's paying them to do the fact-checking. So right then and there, you've got a gigantic problem when it comes down to getting to the truth. And misinformation disclaimers are really silly, and they're rampant right now. They're everywhere. Everything's telling you, like, this is not fact-checked information Please go to cdc.gov to find out the real shit. Really? CDC? Rockefeller-funded entity that has lied to us about so many other things in the past? We're going to trust them? By the way, the Rockefeller Foundation is responsible for the way that education is in this country. It's responsible for the way medicine is in this country. It's also responsible for gigantic corporations that get more corporate welfare than any other poor people get welfare in this country. And the Rockefellers were largely behind the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. So we're talking about a completely corrupt system and and group of people that are in charge of health, finance, education. It's it's really mind-blowing. And again, this is stuff they talk about in that movie, Thrive. You guys have to watch that, especially if you want to go down the rabbit hole a little bit. But my thoughts on censorship, man, I've been fairly vocal about it on other podcasts, but I've said it once and I'll say it again. I am adamantly against censorship. I think as long as you're not infringing on the rights of others, you should be able to do and say whatever the fuck you feel like. Have we been censored? Not necessarily. No, that's not really happened. Surprisingly, it hasn't happened yet. We'll see what happens in the future. There's no telling what's going to happen next. Things are so crazy right now. Nothing would surprise me anymore. 
And speaking of censorship and Havoc lyrics, it kind of blows my mind that we played in a place like China who has social credit system. They have all kinds of Orwellian Big Brother type stuff going on like we do here, but times 100 over there. And I think it's amazing that we played in Beijing. We played in China. And I was on stage singing Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death, talking about fuck the power and fuck the control. And (laughs) while we were on stage in China, I was thinking about like, this is kind of funny. I'm I'm in China talking about pro-freedom and liberty and uh, telling big governments to fuck off. But we got out alive, so it wasn't all bad. Went to China, had a great time there. We were only there for a day, but it was cool. It's just cool to be in other places. I think I've been to about 70 countries. I got to count them one of these days, but I think it's around 70. And nothing gives you perspective like traveling. Traveling to other countries where people don't speak your language is a gigantic learning experience. You get thrown right into the fire, and it's a, a good teacher. Experience is the best teacher. And something I've talked about before on this podcast, but I think is worth mentioning again, is that censorship is incredibly dangerous. Once you start saying what people are allowed to say and what they're not allowed to say, or print, or write, or post on social media, once you start doing that, it's a real slippery slope until you have complete censorship, and then there is no dissenting thought. There is zero room for debate or discussion or new ideas. So free speech is vital, completely vital to liberty and freedom and the ideas of civilization moving forward instead of backward. We need people to be exposed to tons of ideas, not less ideas. So censorship in the end, if it is upheld and censorship becomes more strict and more stringent and keeps people's discourse in a cage, in a box, you could see the end of a free society happen pretty quickly if you eliminate free speech. I am 100% for free speech and 100% against censorship. There's an old Jefferson quote, It's something to the effect of, I would rather be exposed to the problems attended to too much liberty than not enough of it. And I am pretty much of that mindset. I would much rather be exposed to the problems of having too much freedom than not having enough freedom. But luckily right now, this podcast is uncensored. And hopefully it will remain that way. Thank you guys for allowing me to speak freely and uh, still you support the podcast by listening to it, by sharing it with your friends, by buying stuff at riftsordie.com, by signing up on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Thanks a lot for your attention and for listening to this. I am very sure that many of the people listening to this right now are pro free speech, anti-censorship types. And I love and admire you. We need more of you. So anytime you can spread the ideas of liberty and freedom, especially freedom of speech and freedom of choice. If you don't like what I have to say, you have the freedom of choice. You have the option to change the channel, so to speak. 
You don't have to listen to this if you don't like it. Isn't that beautiful? And then if you do like it, you have the choice to listen for now. And those of you that choose to stick around, thank you. Y'all are great. Much preach on this end. Or as in Hawaii, they would say, much mahalo, brother. I'll leave you all with a piece of advice that I actually have a tattoo on my body of to remind me of this phrase that came from a Suicidal Tendencies lyric. It's from the song Gotta Kill Captain Stupid. And the lyric in the song says, Well, now you say life sucks. Well, 99% of it's what you make of it. So if your life sucks, you suck. I have the phrase 99% tattooed on my leg to remind me that 99% of it is what you make of it. So if your life sucks, you suck. You can have a good time or you can have a bad time. 99% of it is up to you. There's 1% of life you can't do anything about. It's out of your hands. But that's where stoicism comes in handy. When that stuff happens, you just let it happen. Cut it loose. You can't let it bring you down. No suicidal tendencies pun intended there. But really, the stuff you don't have any control over, you got to let it go. Otherwise, it's just going to be burdensome. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be soul crushing. The stuff you can't control, you got to cut it out. Just leave it in the dust. And the stuff you can control, you got to do your best with it. 99% of it's what you make of it. So if your life sucks, you suck. You guys don't suck. You have the choice. You can make your life good. You can make your life hell. It's up to you. Most of what our life is, is our perception of things going on. The events don't control us. Our reaction to the events is what dictates where our life goes. So I'll leave you with that. Thanks for tuning in. I will be talking to y'all again sometime next week. If you don't mind, please go hit up the Riffs or Die YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever you like to do your social media-ing. And if you want some cool merch, go to riffsordie.com or you can subscribe at patreon.com slash riffsordie. And don't forget to check out the Havoc Time Is Up 10th Anniversary merch. That's available right now at store.havoc.band. All the links for this stuff will be in the description. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Try to leave the world a little nicer than the way you found it, and we'll be all right. I'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Everybody.